0: Hey there, it's Susan Pierce-Thompson and welcome to the weekly vlog. I want to talk today about something called tampering. Tampering, and this is in the context of being at maintenance or potentially the weight loss phase of your Bright Line Eating journey. And it relates to subjects like um, how to interpret the data that comes in as you adjust your food plan and look at your weight um, and how often to weigh yourself. So let me first define tampering. Now, um, if you look at the definition of tampering, it says something like uh, messing with something or like sabotaging it or something. But this is uh, a more technical use of the term that I'm referring to. And it um, comes from the Six Sigma world where um, in manufacturing plants, they use a process called Six Sigma to uh try to reduce error rates down to practically nothing where they take a system or a process, they measure the error rate, like let's say, you know, however many widgets come off the the assembly line damaged or whatever, how many widgets out of a hundred are damaged. I'm making this up. I know nothing about manufacturing. But it goes something like this. Um, and then you take that and you try to um reduce that percentage. Um, and then you run the system again and whatever the new error rate is, you try to reduce that and you try to reduce that and you try to reduce that. So you're trying to reduce error down to almost nothing. Now, in the context of that type of operation where you have a process or a system running um, and you need to collect data on how it's doing and then tweak the system when it seems like it needs tweaking, right? Tampering is interpreting um normal noise and variation in the system as something real it's it's sort of mistaking the noise for some sort of real signal right um because really when you measure things and you're collecting data in the real world it's never perfect right um, like for example i don't know you could say the average woman in the united states is five four i don't know if that's true but it's probably pretty close um, well, if you go out and you measure a lot of women they 're not all going to be five four right because when you collect data in the real world it 's noisy it 's messy right um, But then you can uh, you know run statistics or or claim things about the data in general, like you know women on average are five foot four well when you 're looking at a system, um, you have to decide from any given measurement, does this measurement represent really something real, something we should be concerned about, or is it just noise? Now, this matters to us a lot when we're at maintenance and we're weighing ourselves, right? Because, oh my gosh, my weight is up by two pounds. Well, does that mean anything or is that just noise, right? Uh, Did you not use the restroom this time before you weighed yourself? Did you eat a salty meal in the last day or two that might have been a little out of the normal? Um, Where's your cycle at if you're, if you're the type of body that has a cycle? Um, There's so many things that could go into that two-pound fluctuation. My guess is probably it's not a signal, it's noise, right? But you do want to be sensitive to the fluctuations that uh, aren't noise, that are actually signal. Like, okay, my weight is climbing, which typically I recommend that people look at a trend line as opposed to one measurement. So, okay, my weight's up two pounds this week, but it was up a pound last week and a pound the week before. Now we're starting to look at a trend line that's more likely to be a real signal, not noise, right? So now we start to see where tampering comes in. Tampering is in bright line eating when you're uh, reading the data and um, you're thinking that it's it's a real signal, but really it's just noise. Like, oh, my weight was up by two pounds this week. I think I'll take out food. It's like, well, probably you should wait uh, for another few measurements before you get a sense. Now, here's where my advice comes in. Um, I've been at maintenance now for about 17 years, and I've weighed myself all sorts of different ways. I've gone long stretches of time without weighing myself. I've weighed myself every day, and I really do feel that weekly weighing Weekly weighing is the ideal frequency to um, avoid unnecessary tampering when you're at maintenance, and one of the reasons is that is that it gives enough time in between measurements to allow the body to kind of settle out, the body goes through its fluctuations. Now, I have been, uh, maybe like you have thought at various times, I have been of the ilk to think, but I don't want to just weigh myself once a week because then if I do get that rogue weight that happens to be up two pounds, I don't get the benefit of stepping on the scale the next day and seeing it down again and, you know, putting me at ease of like, oh, I'm not really up two pounds. Look, it's back down a pound and a half. Yes, I get that. I totally get that. But here's where my advice becomes even more critical. During these times where we're... um, more concerned than average with our weight and some people are more concerned with their weight than average. Um, during those times where there's a heightened fixation on the scale, maybe because it's not doing what we wish it would do and our body's retaining weight, which is happening a lot in this sort of COVID, post-COVID heightened cortisol era. And I shot a whole vlog on the uh, the way cortisol impacts weight and metabolism and people's weights are up overall in general. So um, I know that a lot of people in Brightline Eating Land are feeling more bejiggity about their weight just because of, you know, the cortisol that's cursing through, a, cursing through our veins um, and making us retain weight, um, retain water, retain weight if we're not sticking to our Bright Lines, leading us to overeat. Um, so that fixation on weight makes it all the more problematic to weigh yourself more often than weekly. Because then when you're weighing yourself every day and you're really sort of fixated in on that number, it's really easy to take a two or three day trend and adjust your food plan and then see what the scale does and then see another little trend happening with the scale and adjust your food plan again. And, adjust. and before you know it, you're kind of sending your body on... A wild ride uh, that really isn't in alignment with easeful maintenance. Um, I'm going to give you an analogy that my husband talks about a lot in the boat, uh, the boat sailing world, I guess. Um, if you, so my husband likes to go deep sea fishing, and um, you know, let's say that the instruments are saying, okay, there's a school of fish like there, and they got to go, you know, a hundred miles that way right um, a couple ways to get there you can you know steer the boat there and watch the map and so forth and try to get there or you can put it on autopilot you can just kind of set the thing and say okay we want to go there um, what David has noticed is that someone steering the boat to said destination watching the map will tend to jerk the wheel a lot this way and then see that oh, jerk the wheel a lot this way and jerk the wheel a lot this way autopilot the the steering wheel will be mostly stationary and once in a while it'll go er. and then it'll go for a long time er. because it knows autopilot sort of knows that you only need to correct a little bit and then let a lot of time go by um, and that's the way to steer a stable course from point A to point B, right? Human beings tend to tamper. We tend to look too close, make too much of it, and try to get in there and fix it when it's just not necessary. And when you're at maintenance, if you're weighing yourself once a week and you force yourself to only respond based on a trend line, now you're building into the system the kind of timescale that results in a much saner much smoother, um, and much healthier for the body type of ride in maintenance. So I just wanted to offer that tip. That's the weekly vlog. I'll see you next week.